the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. everybody it's another Algatulo craft beer cast on am 970 the answer and if you are a dad a father stepfather a mom who's doing both mom and dad duty hope you had a great father's day um you know this past sunday uh what a, you know it's one of those things uh where when you become a dad uh become a mom it's one of those things that um that changes you in a profound way and I'll leave it at that. Um, it was a great day for me. I got to spend time with my son. Uh, my wife and my uh, mother-in-law were down in uh, Wildwood and um, got to just uh, take the day and spend the day with my boy, which is always a wonderful thing. So we got a great show for you tonight. First off, uh, starting off with Echo and the Bunny Man, a little Lips Like Sugar. I mean, what a great song. I was listening to that on the way in uh, one morning this past week. Um, on Sirius on uh, First Wave, and I was like, wow, it's a good way to open up a show. Maybe we'll do a whole new wave uh, theme uh, for this week. Sounds like a good idea. I don't know. We'll see. Anyway, we've got a great show for you tonight. Uh, we've got news and notes to get to. You can follow me very easily on Twitter, at Al Gattulo, Instagram at Gattulo, G-A-T-T-U-L-L-O, Facebook.com slash A-G Craft Beer Cast, email at Albert G at NYC Radio.com, iTunes, Google Podcasts, uh, you do a search for AG Craft Beer Cast. You'll find the shows on those platforms along with uh, Alexa, Odyssey, iHeart, uh, and of course our good friends over at the Hopped Up Network, hoppedupnetwork.com. You can listen to the podcast version of the show on there, uh, usually a couple minutes after the show finishes here, a little after midnight. Coming up in 20 minutes, Sydney DeRama and I believe Liz Carasquillo from Twin Elephant Brewing are going to join me on the program. It was a segment that we taped at Paragon Tap and Table this past Thursday night from our beer dinner, which was a huge hit. All right, so let's dive into some news and notes. We had we had such a great, as I just mentioned, we had such a great dinner at Paragon Tap and Table uh, this past Thursday with Twin Elephant Brewing. Chef Juan just cooking up amazing, amazing food. And we will get into that in our third segment and our final segment of the show on Suds and Duds. We'll talk more about uh, the food and the beer and all kinds of good stuff um, that we had over at Paragon Tap and Table. The first of, I hope, uh, many at Paragon. You know, I'd really like to do the next one I'd really like to do is more of a beer and wine dinner so that if there are ladies that want to get involved, 
and aren't really necessarily beer drinkers, but they want to get in, we can do a flight uh, of wine. Uh, and I think that would be a great idea. So we're going to work on that, and uh, we will see what happens. Thanks to Paragon uh, for sponsoring the dinner, um, and thanks to Paragon for being a sponsor of the program, of course. If you want to make a reservation at Paragon Tap and Table, you can. 732-931-1776 is the phone number. Uh, you know, listen, they do a great job. they got an outdoor patio if you're not comfortable with sitting inside because of, of COVID. Uh, they got a great patio when the weather is nice out there. It is beautiful. Uh, some of it is tented. Some of it is out in the open. There are some with umbrellas. So, you know, that's the caveat there. And, yes, it is in a parking lot. But let me tell you something. When it's the weekend and there's music playing and you're just kind of sitting there with friends and having dinner um, and something to drink, trust me, all your cares just go away. That's how I look at it. Anyway, uh, it's been five years since Boston's Greenway Conservancy first tapped Trillium Brewing, uh, one of the Northeast's most progressive craft breweries to operate an open-air beer garden in Boston's Rose Kennedy Greenway Park. And now it has become a summertime uh, beer institution. But unfortunately, uh, due to COVID, the downtown beer garden of Trillium was unable to open last summer. But they have now opened it. Uh, it is back open again, adjoining Boston's waterfront, a view of its harbor glimpse through the historic Rose Wharf Arch. Trillium Brewing's open-air setting, a striking centerpiece to the one-and-a-half-mile Greenway, offers a welcome respite from the urban grind at the heart of the city's busy commercial center. A um, couple of different beers they have. This is, let's see, they've got Mini Mallard. This is an experimental beer. An approachable American Pale, Citra Free Rise, an 8% ABV farmhouse ale, and, of course, Trillium's Dynamite Dry Irish Stout, as well, is on tap there. There'll be an evolving roster of beers there. They're also brewing special one-site small-batch offerings at Greenway this year, uh, a full selection of sours and wild ales as well. Trillium Garden on the Greenway, Boston's fully, first fully open-air beer garden, is now open Wednesday and Thursday from 2 to 9 p.m. Friday and Saturdays, the beer garden is in full celebration mode from noon to 10 in the summer, uh, even open on Sundays from noon to 7. So that's cool. So if you're in the Boston area, you definitely want to check out Trillium. I got some great Trillium and Treehouse beer uh, from my neighbor Greg, which he gave me about a week and a half ago. And I am so jacked because of the fact that um, he was making these stops. And I said, you know, just pick up some stuff and I'll pay you. Um, And I've already dived into one of the Treehouse beers. I'm trying to like, I'm trying not to drink them all in one weekend. In fact, I didn't even bring them to Sammy Hagar and and, uh, George Thorogood last week because I didn't want to share. I just want to kind of keep them for myself. Um, You know, sorry, but I'm a little selfish that way when it comes to those types of beers. So it'll be interesting to see as I dive into them um, how they they progress and how they taste. So that's really cool. Uh, Tailgate Brewery, listen to this. They're an independently owned, excuse me, brewery in Nashville. They have five tap rooms across Tennessee. Um, And apparently the brewery is known for their commitment to team members, providing great wages, benefits, and work environments. And now... Healthcare. Listen to this. So the owner-founder, Wesley Keegan, said, In 2020, we promised our team we would grow. Growth doesn't just mean making more beer. It means growing as an organization. Paying 100% of benefits for all team members has been a dream of mine for a long time, and it's something we have decided to make a reality. He said, There is an incredible cost, endless amounts of red tape, and administrative challenges ahead, but it's worth it. Benefits like this don't exist in most industries. We're thr- we are thrilled to help add it to ours. He said, our business plan is to be the best brewery in Tennessee and businesses show appreciation by paying their team the right way. We're proud that we do that, but some team members 
haven't been eligible for basic rights like health care. These last couple of years have shown us all just how important access to health care is. And he's right. Tailgate's already significant benefits package is currently at 50% company-sponsored health care for eligible team members and 100% dental and vision. That's pretty good. The brewery also offers a 401k plan, PTO, paid holidays, wages that actively audit to ensure they are among the best in the industry. But for Keegan, he says the ability to provide health care hits close to home. He said, personally speaking, my late father was the person who dreamt up the name Tailgate Brewery. He died too young in large part because he didn't have health care. He never got to see what we've done with just a name. I'm so grateful that we've created a business today that maybe can help people not experience what he and my family did. Kudos um, to Wesley Keegan for doing this. I gotta get, we've got to get this guy on the program. This is great. So he's paying 100% of the benefits for all of his employees. Now, that might not seem like a lot, and for some companies, that's a lot of money for a small business. But kudos to him that he wants to give back. And what better way than by saying to somebody, you know, I'm not just slinging beer. I'm building to a career. And, and I don't have to worry about anything. My, my benefits are taken care of. That's awesome. Good for you, Wesley Keegan. We have to get him on the program to talk more about this. Uh, Northern California's Farm to Barrel Craft Beer Pioneers Almanac Beer has, an, uh, has expanded their year-round fresh beer portfolio, a new West Coast Pale Ale. Uh, it's called Flow Pale Ale. It's a 5.5% ABV. Um, this is a classic West Coast style brewed for the modern drinker who loves to kick back a cold one or three after a day of kayaking, uh, lazy river rafting, or hitting the mountain bike trails. It's a 16-ounce can, uh, dry hop with Simcoe and El Dorado, full of character, super light body. For more information on how to get these beers, almanacbeer.com slash shop slash beer. And then uh, finally, um, Yards, the Share Food Program, and our friends at Brew You are doing something really cool. So buy a drink, fight hunger at the same time. Brew You, the Philadelphia-based drink-buying app, is teaming up with Yards Brewing and Share Food Program in an effort to support the fight against hunger. From now until the end of the month, June 30th, a dollar from every Yards Share Beer purchased through the Brew You app will go to Share Foods Program's mission to provide nutritional security and accessible food for families throughout the greater Philadelphia region. Simply download the Brew You app, choose the option to buy a friend or yourself a drink, select Yards as the brewery, and select the Yards Share Beer. There's no limit to how many Yards Shares beers you can purchase, so the more you purchase, the more you help fight hunger. Uh, beers can be, a purchase can be redeemed at the Yards Brewing Company Tap Room in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania at any time. So that's really cool. So, uh, you know, you're, you're basically you're giving money over to an organization that's going to help fight hunger, which is really cool. Of course, Brew U started, it was started during the height of the pandemic. Uh, they're now partnered with over 75 breweries, bars, and restaurants across multiple states, the largest presence being in Pennsylvania and New Jersey. Uh, Ryan Perry, who we've had on the program before, the CEO, is doing some wonderful things. Uh, you know, we had tried to get together to uh, talk some shop and talk business and maybe, uh, you know, do some stuff in the northern half of New Jersey. But maybe I've got to revisit that because, uh, you know, it's time to get Brew You across all of New Jersey. It's a great app, very simple, very easy to use. You buy somebody a beer. It's all digital. You don't have to worry about, you know, uh, you know, COVID and all that other stuff. It's a great app. It's so convenient to use. And, hey, your friends don't want to hang out. Hey, I bought you a beer. Come down. Have a beer. Maybe you come down to the to the bar you're at or the, the brewery or whatever, and you have a beer with your friends. It's a great app. BrewU.com um, for more information. Or just download the BrewU app wherever you get your apps, uh, either the App Store or uh, Google Play. Now, when we come back after a short break, more news and notes. 
from around the beer world. This is the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970 The Answer. Welcome back to the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer, very easy to me to want to sing that song, The Cars. And tonight she comes as we continue with a little uh, new wave, first generation sort of uh, alternative music, right? Is that, the, uh, is that the term? I don't know. I don't know anymore. I, I feel like I'm getting old. Hopefully I'm not. I still like going to concerts. I still like having a good time. It's the summer. There's nothing better than going to see... Uh, an artist outside at an arena where you can just kick back with your friends, have a couple of beers, and listen to some music and sing the night away. It is there's there really is, for me at least, nothing better. You know, um, I had a you know great Father's Day where I got a chance to spend over the weekend some time with my son. Got some solo time, some solace. Got a, got a chance to. Uh, have a nice cigar in the backyard, have a couple of beers, listen to some music, kind of just and just kind of chill. And that, to me, that's important. That's that's a part of. Um, I don't want to say it's a part of being a dad because it really isn't, but it's just a it's just a nice thing to do, especially when the weather is nice. Uh, we sometimes get caught up with a lot of minutia in our lives, and we don't spend the time to sort of. Take a step back. Take a step back and reflect on, you know, what's going on in our lives and kind of take a break. I have a hard time um, relaxing at times because I always feel like I should be doing something. I should be keeping my mind busy or I should be staying active. And sometimes it's just good to just chill. That's, that's really what it boils down to is that sometimes it's just it's okay to just take a break. And there's nothing wrong with that. So, um, you know, take the time to, to, uh, to take some time for yourself because that's important. If you don't do that, um, you can let life get away from you. What is it that Ferris Bueller said? Um, you know, if you don't stop to smell the roses every once in a while, you don't stop to smell the flowers, um, you know, life will pass you by. Well, that's, you know what? That movie was not wrong. Sometimes you have to stop to smell the flowers. It's important. Now, coming up in just under 10 minutes from now, uh, Cindy DeRama, Liz Carasquillo, they were at the uh, Twinella from Brewing. They're going to join me. They were at the beer dinner at Paragon Tap and Table uh, this past Thursday, and I chatted with them about Twin Elephant. Um, it was a great conversation, and we had a wonderful dinner. It was just, it was a lot of fun, and I have to tell you, I cannot, I, I couldn't be more thrilled. We're going to do some different, we're going to do some more stuff with Paragon. Um, I, I think one of the things we're going to try and do is try and do a beer and a wine dinner, uh, which I think is a great idea, uh, because this way it gives, um, you know, guys and, and girls 
the opportunity uh, to join us without having to be forced to drink beer. And if they don't like beer, <clears throat> excuse me, they don't like beer, they can substitute it uh, for a, uh, you know, for wine, which I think is cool. So let's dive into some news and notes. More than 40 esteemed craft breweries are going to be pouring 150 plus beers uh, from across the country at the Weldworks Invitational on Saturday, June 25th. This is at the Doubletree at Lincoln Park. Uh, beer lovers, uh, lovers can expect to sample highly sought after limited offerings such as um, Derivation and Media Noche, a collaboration bourbon barrel aged coconut and vanilla imperial stout between Side Project Brewing and Weldworks, Superstition Meadery's Bunny Stacks, a mead with, that has blueberry, maple, cacao nibs, and marshmallow fluff that's been aged in bourbon barrels, Timbo Pills. It's a German Pilsner, which meeting, meets a West Coast IPA collaboration between Amalgam Brewing and Highland Park Brewery, uh, which has developed quite the cult following. Full pour list for the Invitational can be found on uh, the Invitational website or untapped. Tickets are still on sale. They can be purchased via Eventbrite. It's $110, uh, two sessions, 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. or 4 p.m. to 7 p.m. 100% of the proceeds from the Invitational will go towards local charities through the Weldworks Community Foundation, which is the brewery's charitable arm. Now, for those looking to get on the excitement earlier, you can head over to Patrick's Irish Pub and Bricks Brew and Tap on Friday, June 24th. Dual tap takeovers featuring additional beers from attending breweries of the Invitational. You can check Weldworks social media channels for more information, which is really cool. So you can kind of pregame the day before, which is a lot of fun. And uh, check out some really uh, great beers uh, that will be uh, on hand at the Weldworks Invitational. Now, the other thing that Weldworks is doing, and we thank our good friend Shea Franz for the um, for the information, is there are two beers that Weldworks is going to be releasing that you can pick up at the brewery, even if you're not going to the event, right? So um, these are two beers. The tickets go on sale Monday, tomorrow, June 20th, at 10 a.m. local time via Eventbrite. So 10 a.m. Uh, mountain time. Uh, in Colorado. The bottles can be picked up on June 24th through July 10th, so you don't have to pick it up uh, the following weekend. You have, a, you have a couple of weeks to pick it up. They're going to have Summer Starry Noche. Uh, it is a carefully selected blend of media noche batches aged for 19 to 34 months in a variety of freshly emptied bourbon and rye barrels, including a 15-year uh, Cesaric rye, six-year Thomas H. Handy rye, a six-year E.H. Taylor Bourbon, a seven-year Blanton's Bourbon, and 12-year Elijah Craig Bourbon, conditioned on more than three pounds per gallon of toasted coconut flakes and raw coconut chips finished with toasted macadamia nuts. Oh, my goodness. Uh, 500 milliliter bottles go for $32 each. There is a limit of three per person. And then Triple Barrel 1910 Media Noche, the culmination of more than 36 months of curating, blending, and anticipation. In April of 2019, Weldworks filled Old Forester 1910 barrels with their traditional Media Noche base, and after 12 months of rest, the brewery moved them along and into a second set of 1910 barrels. Then after another year, they transferred the two-year-old Media Noche into a third set of 1910 barrels for their final rest of, you guessed it, 12 months. So after three-plus years of aging in three different sets of Old Forester 1910 barrels, Triple Barrel 1910 Media Noche will be released. Notes of freshly baked cake, sweet pecan, intense vanilla, oak, and burnt caramel. Uh, 500 milliliter bottles going for $28 each. There is a limit there of two per person. You can just head over to Eventbrite if you want to order those bottles if you're in the Colorado area. Uh, the tickets go on sale tomorrow, Monday, June 20th, um, starting at 10 a.m., 
uh, Mountain Time, which is really cool. Trogues uh, has announced the uh, release of their beautiful and balanced double IPA Nimble Giant. It's a once a year release. Uh, this rivals their iconic holiday ale, Mad Elf, for the excitement that it generates every year. Uh, this is a 9% ABV deep orange double IPA balanced by a backbone of Pilsner and Vienna malt. It's a big beer that goes down really easy. I've had Nimble Giant. It is delicious. It'll be available on draft and in 16-ounce cans wherever Trogues beer is sold. On Saturday, June 25th at Bird and Betty's, uh, head over there uh, down in the Cape May area for a boat ramp champ release party with the qualified captain Aaron Stasek himself. He's going to be hanging with the Cape May team starting at 6.30 p.m. Uh, beers, giveaways, a night of fun. For more information, uh, just head over to capemaybrewing.com for more information on that. That's a great beer, the qualified captain. That's a great collab. Uh, nice, easy drinker. Uh, it is definitely worth your time uh, to pick that up. if you can. And, and again, it's, it'll be all over the state uh, of New Jersey, of course, if you want to get it. Rogue's Ale and Spirits launching a new seasonal release, Beachy Clean IPA. It's a West Coast IPA. Uh, that is at a clock at 8.2%. It's a 48 IBU. It's uh, uh, 16 ounce cans and in draft. And a part, as part of Rogue's commitment to protecting the coast, Rogue recently sponsored and participated in the Solve Oregon Spring Cleanup. Helped picked up a total of 38,000 pounds of trash across Oregon. Uh, Rogue will also be sponsoring and volunteering at the Solve Beach and Riverside Cleanup uh, this fall, which is really cool. And then finally... Uh, before we get out of here, I thought this was such a great story um, that I figured we had to talk about it. So Barry Trotz, head coach of the Islanders, or former head coach of the Islanders, he was fired in the offseason. Um, but apparently the, some fans in Winnipeg, uh, for the Winnipeg Jets, want Barry Trotz to come home. Now Trotz is from, I believe, yeah, he was born and raised just hours from Winnipeg. So a brewing company has offered Trotz Free beer for life if he were to become the next head coach of the Winnipeg Jets. Uh, they they got, uh, Paul Maurice resigned in the middle of last season, and they're looking to they're looking to recruit Harry Trotz for, as the new head coach. Little Brown Jug Brewing Company making the push for Trotz, who was you know again not brought back to the Islanders. They missed the playoffs following back to back trips to the Eastern Conference Finals. And they pledged to brew Trotz a beer of his choice. Uh, if he comes home and would give him beer for life, which is pretty cool. Now, I, I think the Flyers are in pursuit of trying to get Barry Trotz, but wouldn't it be great if he went back home and this brewery, uh, Little Brown Jug uh, Brewing Company, decided to make a beer and give him beer for life? That's a cool story. Come on. If you're a, listen, if I were a head coach and somebody was you know trying to allure me to, you know, to come back for that, um, now again, of course, um, the question is, does he want to coach in Winnipeg? Does Winnipeg want to hire him? I would think he, they would. It's a nice little combination, we shall see. When we come back after a short break, uh, a taping that happened at Paragon Tap and Table this past Thursday, Cindy DeRama, Liz Carasquillo from Twin Elephant Brewing are going to join me on the program for a few minutes. We're going to talk about the dinner, but we're also going to talk about uh, Twin Elephant Brewing as well. This is the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Welcome back to the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM nine seventy. The answer you can follow me on Twitter at Algatulo, Instagram at Agatulo. That's G A double T U double L O. Facebook.com slash AG Craft Beer Cast. Of course, Google Podcasts, iTunes. You just do a search for AG Craft Beer Cast. You'll find the shows there. We're Alexa ready as well. iHeart, Odyssey.com. We're all over the place, including 
the Hopped Up Network. Just go to thehoppedupnetwork.com. You can check out the podcast version of the show, usually a couple of minutes after the live show ends on Sunday nights uh, at a couple of minutes after midnight. There are a lot of other podcasts on there that you can listen to and download uh, whenever you want. Now, tonight we're coming to you from Paragon Tap and Table. We're about to have a beer pairing and dinner with some wonderful folks. The brewery that is having their delicious beers served during this dinner is from a wonderful brewery located in Chatham, New Jersey. They've been slinging beers for a number of years now. They just celebrated an anniversary. They're all over the place. And I believe, if I'm not mistaken, this is the farthest, I want to say, I don't want to say south, but the farthest sort of east that they have come uh, in Chatham because they usually stay local. They're really not much further than Clark, New Jersey. For more info on them, head over to TwinElephantBrewing.com. I am beyond thrilled to be joined by these two lovely ladies here at the table, Cindy DeRama and Liz Carasquillo. Ladies, welcome. Hi, thank you. Thank you, Albert. Always good to see you. Good to see you guys. Um, you and your whole team have been all over the last few months, as I just mentioned, just recently in Philly for a collaboration event, uh, Cindy. Does it feel like we're finally getting back to, and I don't want to say normal because it's never really going to go back to normal the way you know, we lived in 2019, but let's, let's use the word um, routine to describe it. Does it feel like we're all getting back to a, a routine? Yeah, I would say there's definitely um, more events happening stuff, and people are loosening up their guard, and people are being respectful uh, people, you know, that want to wear masks and stuff like that. Everyone that's going to the events, it's, they're all coming together for the same thing, right, to celebrate craft beer. Um, so I think people are just getting more amped about being out and social, um, taking precautions if they feel like it, and, you know, just not bothering each other about, you know, taking those precautions that they need to. Exactly. Liz, how do you feel about that? I honestly respect the fact that Cindy said it the best way, that people are being respectful by still wearing their mask, even though they're not being forced. Uh, Some places that still enforce it, people aren't being that type of person anymore where they're fighting back. I think we're coming together as a community, especially in beer and nonetheless, like even schools coming out, graduation parties, everything. And just to be here and hanging out with everyone, beer, bringing people together. And Cindy got to travel almost, what, four or five different weekends going to festivals and you felt safe. And I felt the same way. We just came back from Maine and there was not one scare. Everyone was so happy. It's just a different world we live in, but now we're kind of taking precaution to get back to where we want to get. Biggest change for both of you during the pandemic from a brewery perspective, canning more beer, figuring out a way to keep the lights on. Uh, Liz, I'm going to start with you. So the lights on is definitely a her question. Uh, Me, I learned a lot more than I didn't think I would learn in one single year. Um, We took on a lot of different projects. We took on different things. We were bringing stuff out of the back storage that we hadn't used in years. We had the time. We had the patience. And we were learning a whole lot, brewing out beer, cranking out cans. We were actually filling crowlers at one point straight from the tank just for you guys to get it to your houses. Cindy knows a lot more about keeping the lights on, though. All right, then, Cindy, I'll bring it to you on that one. Yeah, it was uh, definitely a challenge for everybody with a business in general during shutdown. But I think in the in the brewing industry and for us particularly, we had to turn our business model like 180. We were focused before on mostly in-house and all of a sudden we had to go to packaged goods. Um, so trying to figure out quickly how to get the goods to everyone, how they can order, do, you know, contactless, uh, contactless like, you know, pickups and stuff like that. It was all an interesting um, time. And also, yeah, just just packaging in general. Um, 
it, it made it actually in a good way pushed us to make that leap to canning more. Um, and thankfully, we had a, a good um, a good partnership with Tripod at the time, and now we actually have our own canning line. Um, just you know, we christened it only a couple months ago, but. We were in the groove, you know. Our team learned a lot during the time, and they they definitely busted their. Sorry, I was gonna say butts, but yeah, the arses. Yeah, um, yeah. And then we're lucky too that our team is like tight like that. Like we're all willing to put in a lot of effort just to like you know keep keep going. We're talking with Cindy Darama and Liz Carasquillo from Twinella from Brewing. We're here at Paragon Tap and Table. We're about to start our beer dinner in a few minutes. The ladies are just crushing it at this wonderful brewery located in Chatham, New Jersey. More info at TwinElephantBrewing.com. We're here on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970 The Answer. So I saw the dinner menu, the food, but let's talk about the beers that you guys selected for the dinner. Gang Beats Boggs, a Kolsch, which I had last week at the brewery. Why start off with this one? It's a nice, it's a nice light Kolsch, really refreshing, um, nice and easy on the palate, so nothing too, you know, up in your face, like to start a dinner, you know, um, you want to kind of like move into that, so, you know, we were talking to Keith um, and the chef about the different beers and what the different courses, we were thinking like the, the Kolsch would be perfect just to like start off. Toys in the Attic, Wild Honey Pale Ale with Simcoe Strata and Sabro. Talk to me, Liz, a little bit about that. It's actually Simcoe Cryo, which works really well on the palate. It's a, a different type of hop that a lot of people aren't familiar with. It's kind of hard to get nowadays. Um, the Wildflower Honey actually goes in on the hot side and on the cold side. This time we did it purely on the cold side, mainly because we knew we were going to get it into cans and going out in distro. That actually helped us move it faster, but we also learned... At different temperatures, this beer works really well. It's not too harsh on the palate, and it's going to go great with the food. And bagged lunch, which I love that you put this out in cans, but bagged lunch with a peach. That didn't seem, I don't know, like I I don't think of a bagged lunch like when my mom used to give me uh, my bagged lunch. I never got a peach on the side. It was always, you know, an apple or maybe a banana or something. Why, why, Why peach and bagged lunch? Well, we, the bag lunch name is really, it doesn't have to do with the beer. It was more for the collaboration because um, the Zigmeister side, they did, we understood the assignment. Okay. And so we wanted to keep it like kind of like school themes and I don't know, we were just tossing ideas out. And we're like, you know, bag lunch, that's what we used to do in school, right? <laughs> and like, you never knew what you were getting the bag lunch. So it's like, we had peach and tangerine so it's like (laughs) and it it worked out yeah (laughs) and then finally i bought a crowler of this and i didn't try it so i'm I'm like so jacked to try it tonight is the s'moresborg the imperial ipa with marshmallow graham cracker and coconut it sounds like it is absolutely within my wheelhouse but this is a big boozy dessert style beer right liz al next time i make this beer i want you to come in and help me out uh it was 17 pounds of crust graham crackers 30 pounds of cut-in-half marshmallows, the big fluffy kinds, like the nice kind. And then the vanilla beans I actually cut and scraped and then chopped in half each one. We did two pounds of fresh real vanilla, and the coconut was toasted. Long enough to not talk to Frank and Timbro for at least a good two hours. (laughs) Just play some music and hang out. I had some time by myself, reflected. And uh, the coconut was actually really nicely toasted. And somehow I fit it all into this machine, and we uh, recirculated it for 48 hours onto the beer. See, that's awesome. Now I can't wait to try it later tonight. Now, uh, what's in the tanks that's going to be coming out soon? 
we actually have um, a pride beer. Yep. It's going to be, uh, it's called B.U. Boo. It's uh, a goes with um, passion fruit, a little Himalayan salt. Um, what else do we have in the tank? We have a lot, actually. actually. The farm's full. We only have one open tank right now. Oh, yeah. Go. We have uh, Here Brother Monsters coming out. We also have a good amount of two sours. We have two lagers, a Czech lager. We also have a really awesome Saison that I got to brew yesterday with Al from East Coast Yeast. And um, I'm really excited about the whole farm because it's going to bring all the summer beers out. And by the time August flips around, I think it's going to be a whole new tap board. I'm trying to get Al. I'm trying to get Al on the program because I've heard he's got some very interesting stories of where he has um, up- obtained some ingredients. Let's just we'll we'll leave it at that. Uh, we're talking with Cindy Dorama and Liz Carasquillo from Twin Elephant Brewing. We're here at Paragon Tap and Table. The ladies are just crushing it at this great brewery in Chatham, New Jersey. More info at TwinElephantBrewing.com. We're about to start our dinner in just a couple of minutes. Uh, Cindy, New Jersey's made changes to help breweries prosper during the pandemic. Uh, some good, some not so good, but we're moving forward in a really good direction, um, at least in my opinion. What else can be done to help a b- businesses like yours? I would uh, keep your eye out for different legislation that, that uh, the New Jersey Senate's like about to pass. Um, all the stuff that they kind of did temporarily for breweries, bars, and restaurants, like, opening out uh, outdoors and, like, home deliveries and stuff like that, they they might be turning them over in November, because that's when the, the special rulings ended, um, or end. Um, so keep your eye, I would say keep your eyes out for different legislations that, like, are going up to be passed um, or voted on, and, you know, just reach out to your local representative and say, you know, you support different bills um, that would help out the small businesses. Um, usually the New, New Jersey Brewers Guild has some information on that. Um, a lot of breweries try to post on their social media different things that are happening. Um, but, yeah, just just be active with local government. And finally, last question. This is for the both of you. Inclusion within the workplace, so very important. And I know it's it's personal to both of you, but it's personal to a lot of people that are within the brewery industry. I'm, I'm going to ask you first, Liz, and then you, Cindy. What can breweries do as a whole to be more inclusive? Become more whole, honestly. Um, inclusion's one thing, but a lot of people kind of get burned out day to day, and a lot of people get a little uh, angst against each other. It's a hard-working anxiety. It's also becoming 150 degrees in some of those brew houses at one point. Like, I don't want to look at the guy next to me sweating, but you got to work together 24-7. We're all best friends. We're all a family, and that's what I love about Cindy. She'll show up with snacks, subs, slushies, whatever. It's uh, just take care of each other at this point. We're all working our arses off to build a better brewing community. Just bring it in. And Cindy? Yeah, like what Liz said, you know, to be more inclusive, you know, it's it's about caring about each other in the community. Um, you know, not getting hung up on different stupid things, being accepting of people about, of like how they are, who they are. Um, that's the biggest thing. Um, I, I know a lot of people get hung up on like personal beliefs and they kind of get blinders and it's not it's not healthy for society right now. Everything's so divided. Um, just opening your eyes and like leading with your hearts um, rather than politics or, you know, old beliefs, like old school beliefs. You know, the world is different now. Um, people are, are more open to uh, and 
comfortable about being themselves. And I know in our place, like, we encourage that. You know, we, we want people to be who they are, be comfortable to hang out and be a community. So uh, just just acceptance, really. Yeah. Got, ladies, thanks so much for joining me here tonight. I, I am I am hungry. I'm thirsty. I want to eat. I want to drink. I want to have a good time tonight. We are going to have a good time tonight. Thanks so much uh, for doing this for a couple of minutes. Now we've got a, a whole room full of people here, so let's uh, let's turn it over with them. We'll get some food out. We'll get some beers going, and we'll have a good time. Ladies, thank you so much. We really appre- really appreciate it. Hey, up next, it's time for Suds and Duds. It's going to be a little different this time. We're going to review the actual beer dinner. I might do it live during uh, the food. Maybe do a couple other things as well. This is the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Welcome back to the Al Gattulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. Of course, the final segment of the program, as always, Suds and Duds. A little different this time with Suds and Duds, but one of my favorite Cure songs ever, Friday I'm in Love. Uh, this early 90s, it just encapsulates, to me, um, good times, hanging out with friends, um, sharing great food, drinking beer. That's that's how I equate that song to. It's you know it's the weekend. It's what are you going to do and you know hanging out, et cetera, et cetera. And it is um, that song just encapul- encapsulates it all. I almost couldn't say that word there. Anyway, <laughs> um, for, let me. So here's how we're going to do suds and duds. I'm I'm basically going to review the dinner that we had at Paragon Tap and Table um, on Thursday night uh, with Twin Elephant Brewing. Uh, it was great to chat with uh, Cindy and Liz in our previous segment. Uh, we did that before the dinner started, um, and it kind of worked up our appetite a little bit, which was cool. So um, first off, I just want to say before I get started with the review of the dinner, for everybody that came out on Thursday night, thank you. Uh, we really appreciate it. Uh, it means a lot to me. It means a lot to Paragon. means a lot to Twin Elephant. But it's a big deal uh, for the show because it means that you support the show. A lot of you uh, that were there uh, were you know, directly because of this program. Now, obviously, the beer is part of the reason why you come, as well as the food. And Twin Elephant Brewing is a fantastic brewery. You should definitely go over and check them out in Chatham, New Jersey, if you haven't done so yet. Uh, but it was just, it was wonderful to see everybody there and having a good time. And it's funny, it's the first time that Paragon has hosted a beer dinner since the pandemic. The last beer dinner they did, they did with Source the night before everything shut down. Um, and that was a great dinner, but it's been two years and I feel like we are, as you know, we mentioned in the interview with, um, with Cindy and Liz, I don't want to say normal. Um, it's, it's not normal. We're not going to get ever back to the way we were back in 2019. Things have changed, um, in this country, uh, as to how we conduct ourselves, uh, as to how we are out in public with people. And in some places you don't feel safe. So you wear a mask. But it was interesting to hear from Liz, like, you know, she was at an event up, you know, in Vermont and she felt comfortable. You know, Cindy was at an event in Philadelphia and felt comfortable. We have to learn to live with coronavirus. It's going to be here for the rest of our lives. And it's nice to see that we're we're sort of getting back to that, um, you know, just a calm. 
I, I don't know. I, I really don't know, I know else how to describe it. But anyway, um, let me jump off the soapbox there, and let's dive into uh, what was served, that Chef Juan did an amazing job at Paragon Tap and Table. 77 Central Avenue, Clark, New Jersey, exit 135, right off the parkway. Uh, you can't beat it. You might even see me in there and say hello. I'm happy to uh, chat with you about beer or the food or uh, whatever else is on your mind. Anyway, first course was sea bass with, um, you know, and I'm trying to look, you know, stupid me. I blow up the picture, and then it's not really big enough for me to see because I'm blind as a bat now. So let me blow up my photo that I actually took so I can explain to you exactly what was in there. So it was a sea, uh, sea bass on a bed of frise. Uh, peach kulos, uh, tangerines, uh, roasted heirloom tomatoes, honey almonds, and it was paired with the bagged lunch IPA, the milkshake IPA at 8.4%. Uh, fantastic. The salad was great. It was refreshing. The sea bass was cooked perfectly. And it really paired well with the fresh peaches and tangerines with the peach and tangerine in the beer. So, you, you know, I thought it was an odd choice to start with a milkshake IPA, with a lactose IPA, but it actually worked with with the sea bass and the and the salad kind of cleansed the palate a little bit while you were eating the salad you're having the beer and it kind of you know got you ready for the next course now the second course which was phenomenal first off big lunch ipa fantastic beer uh if you like peach if you like lactose if you like those milkshake ipas definitely uh the one for you the pork tenderloin this was by far out of the four courses this, to me, might have been my favorite of the night, and I told Chef Juan afterwards, he's got to put this on the menu at Paragon because it's a fantastic dish. So you had uh, pork tenderloin, cherry peppers, broccoli rob stuffed in, fontina cheese, and an arugula pesto, which was paired with the Gang Beats Boggs Kolsch uh, at 5.3%. This is what was great. So there was the heat from the cherry peppers, the, um, the, 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 the pesto a little bit. You know, the broccoli rob has that bitterness to it, and then you have the fontina cheese. But it all married perfectly together with the beer because every time it got a little too hot in your mouth and you took a sip of the Kolsch, it cooled it off, and then you went back for another bite. It was phenomenal. I noticed a lot of empty plates on that one. I mean, some people, you know, kind of picked at the salad and, you know, ate the sea bass or whatever but left some of the salad. But the pork tenderloin, I don't think there was one uh, plate that wasn't uh, clear. So it was fantastic. Great job, Chef Juan. Um, then you had uh, lamb chops was the third course. White asparagus with a pistachio-crusted goat cheese with a citrus demi-glaze paired with toys in the attic pale ale. Now, I didn't eat the asparagus because the asparagus is my, my gout trigger, unfortunately, so I, could, I can't tell you how the asparagus was. But I will tell you, the lamb chops cooked a perfect medium-rare. Uh, you got that redness in there. The pistachio-crusted goat cheese, though, man, that was delicious. I mean, wow. I'm thinking to myself, somebody needs to do that because I've never seen pistachio in goat cheese. I've seen goat cheese stuffed with other stuff, um, but I've never seen it with pistachio, and I'm sure it's a regular. I don't do enough you know, cheeses and stuff, um, but that was absolutely delicious because you had the, you had the lamb. You take a little, bit, a little bite of the goat cheese with the pistachio, the nuts with the cheese, that creaminess of the goat cheese, and then you wash it down with the uh, Toys in the Attic Pale Ale. has that just that short bitterness in it just enough that kind of offsets the lamb chop. Fantastic. And then the piece de resistance uh, of the Twin Elephant Beer Dinner at Paragon Tap and Table, Nutella Chocolate Mousse, paired with the Smorsborg Double Pastry Stout at 12%. So a marshmallow on top that was kind of burnt with chocolate around it, um, whipped cream, graham crackers, chocolate shavings, 
to pair up with the Smorsborg uh, uh, double pastry stout. So the the stout had vanilla bean in it. Um, you had uh, graham crackers in it. You had the marshmallows uh, that Liz had spoken about, about how she cut up the marshmallows and did all these different things. She spoke about it in the interview uh, in our previous segment. And then you have this marshmallow that was toasted on top of the um, the dessert. And then you reach in and you get that Nutella and you get that mousse with the graham cracker all at the same time. And then you pair it with this wonderful pastry stout that, let me tell you, folks, does not drink like a 12% beer. And uh, I'll tell you, I was tempted to have another glass of it. I ended up having another glass of the Kolsch because it's so good. Um, I was really tempted to have another one, but if I did, I probably wouldn't have gotten up Friday morning to come to work. It's that, it kind of sneaks up on you. It has a wonderful taste. It's got that great sweetness there, Um, but it was absolutely uh, fantastic. What an amazing dinner uh, we had. Um, You know, it's funny, we we talk about these beer dinners, and uh, Chef Chris Massey was there, and we had a good time uh, chatting um, about the dinner, and the food, it was just enough food. Like, you always feel like you're not going to get fed enough at a four-course dinner like that, when it's, especially when it's small. But let me tell you something. I felt satisfied. I didn't feel like I was overstuffed. I didn't feel like I didn't have enough to eat. It was just the right amount of food. It was fantastic. And Chef Juan, if you're listening, the pork tenderloin, you got to put it on the Paragon menu. It is absolutely, positively uh, worth it. We had such a great time. So happy to see everyone. Um, Mike and his wife, Lisa, they were there, got to see, uh, the OG, the original GM of Paragon, uh, Mike DeSimone, uh, great to catch up with him, had caught up with him about a month ago, uh, at another event that we were at. Uh, a couple of listeners were there. Uh, it was just great to see everybody in our winner, uh, of the contest, um, who's, I don't know why his name is escaping me at the moment. I, I feel, I'm, I'm sorry. I feel like a jerk that I, I can't remember his name and I'm, Eric, Eric, that's it, Eric. I forgot his friend's name. Anyway, uh, guys, thanks so much for, jo- uh, for, for joining us uh, at the dinner. It was great. We had such a great time, and we are out of time here. My thanks to everybody at Paragon Tap and Table. My thanks to uh, Cindy DeRama and Liz Carasquillo uh, for joining me on the program as well. Twin Elephant Brewing, you guys did a great job. Chef Juan, you did a great job. And, of course, last but not least, the great Buddy Watson. I'm back Monday on the Joe Piscopo Show at 6 a.m. This has been the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Cheers, everybody. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.